You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for on the go. Do you remember River's favorite candy? Jelly beans. That's right. She loves her some jelly beans. I don't even remember how she got hooked on jelly beans. Apparently we gave her candy at some point and she liked it. I'm guessing we must have dropped a piece and she just went Went crazy for it. it. Yeah. And it's funny to watch her eat it because, you know, they kind of just bounces around and she smacks her teeth at it trying to eat a jelly bean. Now, Um, I know. I know we shouldn't be feeding um, River, who is our dog, jelly beans. And we don't on a regular basis, but it did come in handy one time. Yeah, it's not the best dog treat, uh, especially for the teeth. But she ran away that one time and... We were living in the townhome. The door was open for half a sec, and she took it and took off. And I panicked. I'm thinking, what are we going to do? Because if I go running after her, it quickly turns into, in her mind, a game of, oh, catch the dog. Cool. So she's <laughs> she's going to run, run, run. And, uh, you know, there's no catching her. So um, I don't know if it was your idea or my idea. or It was, it was like, jelly beans. Get the jelly beans now. <laughs> We need something that will attract her. And her biggest weakness is... It's jelly beans. So, yeah, she got out and she, I don't know, it was probably like 10 steps away, 15 steps away. She stopped on on the sidewalk and she turned around and we're standing at the glass door looking at her (laughs) like, you know, you make one sudden move and she's going to be gone. And she knew it. She gave us a look that I will never forget. And we were like... Get the jelly beans now. And one of us took off. We grabbed some jelly beans. And we're like, hey, Ripper. You know, we turned to super sweet parents. And like, come here. You want some jelly beans? Got a jelly bean for you. She stopped, looked at us. And she had that look of like, I can run. Right now I can run. Or I can come get a jelly bean. And thank goodness she chose the jelly bean. Yeah. It worked in our favor. (laughs) But the point here is that River had a weakness yeah. that she gave into. Did not work in her favor. It did not work. Well, yeah. Kind of did. Well, she I mean, wanted, she had, she a, she get had a good home. She has a loving home. Yeah, and jelly beans. Yeah. But the point is she did not stand her ground. She gave in mm-hmm. to her weakness. Well, the warning is for us then is, well, hey, what's your weakness? What's your weakness that could hold you back? Um, you know, not from running away, but from, you know, doing what God wants you to do. And there could be some weakness, some temptation where Satan surely knows um, where where you struggle, that the temptation hits and it's like, oh, this is going to distract you from God's work. So we have to stand firm and we have to stand up for what we believe in and what we know God is calling us to do and to say, uh, I'm not going to get distracted. I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to let it entice me um, to respond right. in the flesh. I'm going to follow God no matter the cost. Right. I'm going to stand firm in what he says. It reminds me of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. And it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. That's very important. He drives the point home again and again. 
about standing your ground. And then he goes on to say about the um, the armor of God and, and what it is, what it represents. And we've got truth. We've got righteousness, the gospel of peace. We have the shield of faith, uh, salvation, the word of God. And he ends with praying always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Paul calls it uh, the armor of light in uh, in Romans 14. And it's interesting, in that verse, uh, he's talking, um, actually it's Romans 13, 14. But it says, And knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. And isn't that true for today? Mm. Now is our salvation nearer than we believed. Uh, the night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. And what is that armor of light? It's everything that you just were talking about. Right. Uh, and he says that you instead, you know, put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. Make no provision for the flesh. Yeah. It's kind of like River when she ended up stopping. She ran and stopped and she she made provision for the flesh. She thought about Good point. What she yeah. wanted to do, or her doggy flesh yeah, <laughs> in right. her mind, she thought about it. She stopped and actually yeah. thought instead instead of saying, "Nope, I know this is what I want. I want to be free. I'm running for it." She thought about her weakness. Kind of like when Eve looked at the tree and was like, "Stop!" Looked at the tree and like, "Well, hey, wait, that does look good." And, yeah. um, you know, maybe that's what it means to make provision for the flesh is giving it that that second thought. Um, Galatians 5 1 says, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Mm-hmm. And so there's the freedom that River was going after. <laughs> and then it says, stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Wow. And we don't realize it, but a lot of time, you know, that weakness is putting us back under that yoke of slavery. That Christ freed you from. Right. And so it it's like we don't want to make provision for the flesh because that flesh is is what puts us back uh, under bonds. You know, we don't want to be there. And instead, we can claim our freedom we have in Christ and say, oh, I'm going to stand firm. And back to Ephesians where I was reading in verse 16, it says, above all. So that pretty much means... Hey, this one's really important. Pay attention because this is above all. Mm -hmm. And he mentions um, quite a few things. And he says, above all, taking the shield of faith. And it seems pretty, pretty simple, right? Like, okay, Mm. yes, of course I have faith. I believe in Jesus Christ. You know, I live by faith and walk by faith. Um, He says, wherewith. So this faith is what is going to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. So that is a warning to say, Fiery darts are coming. Mm-hmm. You better have the shield because it's the only thing. This faith is going to get you through yeah. this portion of the battle. And that's hard because to say, I'm going to stand firm. I'm going to stand up for what I believe in and trust that that God is going to provide is really hard to do, mm-hmm. especially in times where you feel like your back's against the wall. Like I don't have any other options. You feel like your enemies are after you. There's no way out. What am I going to do? How am I supposed to have faith in those times when I feel like I'm cornered? Mm-hmm. And I think of Moses. He got to the Red Sea. They're coming after me. There's nowhere to go. And Moses had faith. And what did God do? He parted the waters. Didn't right. see that coming. You know, 
David, he goes up against Goliath. Okay, this guy is big. I think it's really easy to look at those stories and say, well, of course he had to have had faith because of so many things that happened prior to. I mean, he saw a burning bush and he went up against Pharaoh and God came through time and time and time again. And in our own lives, it's really easy to miss those God moments Mm -hmm. to say like, oh, I don't know. You know, I'm just really worried. I know God can do it. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important to journal. That's why it's really important to remember where God has led you. Because you do have those God moments, too. Yeah. I mean, you might not have a burning bush, but he speaks to you through his word. So mm-hmm. it's it's important to remember those times. That's a good point, because uh, you're right. All of us have had those God moments and have different stories where we can look back and we remember times when God came through. And when you, when you are feeling like your back's up against the wall, it's kind of hard to remember mm-hmm. the good times that, that God came through. Right. And so now more than ever, we have to remember that and say, okay, you know, I have faith. I'm going to stand firm. I don't know what God's going to do, but we know that he can do anything. You know, when Moses was there, he parted the waters, didn't see that coming. Right. So what's God going to do for you in your life? If you take a stand and you stand firm, he's going to come through. You just don't know how. Just hold on to the armor of God and pray. Pray always. Yeah, get some jelly beans. No, the jelly beans are the, the bad part. Oh, yeah. <laughs>